Welcome to the Get Hungry Podcast, a show where we expand the bounds of what you see possible by exploring new topics each week to level up your thinking and cultivate your God-given potential. Hey, I'm Josh and welcome to the Get Hungry podcast. I hope you are all having a fantastic week, you're staying safe and you're just enjoying life at the moment. Um, If this is your first time listening or even if you are a returning guest, I just want to welcome you to the show and thank you again for choosing to spend the time to listen to the podcast. It definitely means a lot to me and in return, I hope to provide a lot of value to you. Now, as you would have seen from the title of this podcast, today we're going to be exploring episode one in this three-episode series of Purpose Preventers, and that is Mediocrity. So this little series is something that I've created to bring awareness to some of the primary things that prevent us from cultivating our purpose and pursuing our passions. And so throughout each episode, we're going to be giving a name to some of these preventers. We're going to be exploring what they are and then identifying ways that we can begin to overcome them. Now, these things that we're going to talk about typically are seen as burdens or things that limit our ability to pursue our passions and achieve our purpose. But I want to shift that mindset. Instead of seeing this as a burden or something that's weighing you down, I want you to start to see these things as a source of motivation that's spurring you into action. So just shifting your mindset there in thinking, mediocrity is not a burden that is holding me back and preventing me from pursuing the path in front of me, but instead seeing it as a source of motivation that's spurring you into action because it's something that you don't want to have. Now, we'll go deeper into this in a second, but before we do that, let's go straight into the word of the week. So the word of the week this week is one that's not going to be as groundbreaking potentially as some other ones, but it's the word patronizing. And I think it's a very relevant word and it can be tied in very nicely with this whole topic of mediocrity. So the definition that I've got for patronizing is apparently kind or helpful, but betraying a feeling of superiority or to be condescending. Now, to rephrase that, it can even be said as seen as speaking down to others or acting as though you are smarter, classier, or just better than anyone else. So Patronizing is not a good word. It's a word that we should be aware of. And the reason I'm using that as the word of the week this week is because I don't want it to be something that is said about you, but rather something that you are trying to avoid. And so in your mind this week, instead of using this word, intentionally think about it and try not to be patronizing in any way, shape or form. Alrighty, well, let's jump straight into identifying what mediocrity actually is. So, and so a definition that I've found that I really like is mediocrity is defined as being only of average quality or not very good. So it can be seen as the lack of ability to do something well. 
Now, when I heard this word and heard this definition, I couldn't help but feel a whole range of emotions within myself because hearing this word, mediocrity, and the definition, it's average, not very good. You know, I kind of see it as being just in the middle, being ordinary, being okay, not being excellent or the best at something, but then again, not being the worst or in the worst situation. And often I feel like it's very, very hard to admit that we are mediocre because we always want to strive to be the best and in our mind we can fool ourselves into thinking that we are better than we actually are at something and so I think true growth happens when we are in the next tier which is excellence but a lot of the time we fool ourselves and prevent ourselves from moving up to that next tier by convincing ourselves that we are not just mediocre. Um, And so I think for some people, it can be harder than others. You know, myself, I would definitely look back at my life and see that I've definitely lived a life of mediocrity. And to be honest, this is actually one of the hardest places to grow from or to actually live a life of impact from because life is easy life's comfortable life's okay like yes you could be earning more money but you're you're still earning enough to get yourself by and um and i feel like if you are okay with mediocrity then that's fine like i'm not here to tell everyone that you cannot live a life of mediocrity but for me myself and i'm sure there'd be a lot of people out there too we want to live a life of greatness one that leaves behind a legacy or a generational impact. And I feel like you can't really do that from the middle. You can't really do that from a point of mediocrity. And so it's something that, if you're like me, really motivates you into wanting to take the next step and to take growth and to take action. The only thing is, it requires effort and it requires maturity to change as well. You know, one of the main reasons people get stuck in this whole realm of mediocrity is that they don't want to take any action. It's too hard. They can't be bothered. They've already taken a couple of steps and they convince themselves that that's okay. But I truly believe that true purpose is found outside the realm of mediocrity. Having said that, though, you literally can't be exceptional in all areas of your life. Like it's impossible. You're going to have to make sacrifices here or there. And so that's why it's important for us to prioritize what areas of our life we want to be exceptional in and what areas of our life we're okay with being mediocre in. Now, this will vary from person to person. And it's kind of due to their perception or our perception of what is valuable what our interests are, our skills and our giftings. You know, something that I've talked about before is the fact that as a Christian, I truly believe that God has instilled within each of us gifts, talents, skills that can be cultivated and that will be different. So I guess learning number one from this is we need to identify what areas of our life we want to be exceptional in and what areas we're okay with being mediocre in. Now, it's a pretty tricky dichotomy to try and balance. It kind of reminds me of a a phrase that I've heard before, and you've probably heard of it too, where it's like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And so if you're trying to be exceptional in one area, but try to be mediocre and average in another, how do you balance that? And that's something that I'm obviously still trying to navigate. But I think 
for the most part, we need to inherit the mindset that we are capable of being exceptional. You know, a limiting belief, and this is something that Craig Rochelle preaches about, is he says, you can't change what you're willing to tolerate. And so I guess the next step from this would be stop tolerating mediocrity. And this is something that I need to remind myself of daily. And I would encourage you to remind yourself of as well. You know, we're going to have days that are exceptional and great and we feel like that was just amazing i i love what doing what i do but then again we're going to have days where you know we're tired or we're faced with problem after problem and it's just not going our way and we start to i guess fall back into this mediocrity mindset but what causes mediocrity. Now, I feel like this is sort of the culmination of a plethora of different things. And so I'm going to cover a couple of things here that I found to be causes, but there's definitely other things as well. And so don't think this is a exhaustive list. Like it's still, you can add things to this. So firstly, I would say lack of focus. You know, if, if we don't know where we're going or we don't know what we want, we're then not going to have a reason to take action. And so we're going to fall back into this mediocrity mindset. So we need to ensure that we have a focus. And I know I've talked about this before, and I'm definitely going to talk about it in later episodes, but we need to identify where we want to be, where we are, and what is in between. We need to come up with a path of steps or smart goals, smart actions that we can take, smart being specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. So we need to set these smart goals or smart steps that we can begin to take that one after another lead us towards our goal or our mission. So lack of focus is the first thing. Secondly, confusion regarding our strengths and weaknesses. So not knowing or not really taking ownership of what we're good at and being too negative in thinking that we have way more weaknesses than we do strengths. Now, this can kind of be a result of comparison or jealousy because we look and see what other people are doing and what other people are good at, and we compare ourselves to them and think, well, I'm not good at that, therefore I'm not good at anything. And it's just kind of a negative slope that just continues. You know, once you have that first negative thought, it's very, very easy to then have a second negative thought. And before you know it, you're struggling under a pile of negative thoughts and views that actually are not true. So we need to try to identify these negative thoughts when we're having them to prevent this from happening. Now, a quote that I found on YouTube or I came across on YouTube, I can't remember who did it. So I'm definitely not taking credit for it, but I found it was really, really impactful. It was a quote that said, if you focus on what you lack, you lose what you have. But if you focus on what you have, you gain what you lack. Like how empowering is that quote? I would definitely encourage you to write that down. I'll pop it in the show note description as well, just so that you can keep a copy of that. And every day you can read that to yourself and remind yourself or place your focus on what you have. And in doing so, you actually begin to gain what you lack. So number two is confusion regarding strengths and weaknesses. Number three is fear of failure. And I know that I've definitely been guilty of this in the past and continue to be guilty of this. And the annoying thing is that we actually know that growth happens on the other side of this problem that we're going through or on the other side of failure. We just 
we don't want to take that step if we know or think and deceive ourselves that it's going to fail. But then again, like if we're taking an easy choice, the choice not to do it, we're actually going to have a hard life because we're constantly going to be bombarded with this mediocrity mindset and all the negative thoughts that flow on as a result of it. But if we choose to make hard choices, you know, to take action and take that step in something that's not guaranteed to succeed, then we actually have an easier life because we grow through these opportunities and through these experiences, particularly where we fail, where we can learn why we failed and apply our newfound learning to our next pursuit to increase our chances of succeeding. So number three is fear of failure. Number four is low expectations. And I feel like, again, this is something that I know I've been guilty of, where it's the mindset that we don't set high enough expectations because we don't want to fail not being able to reach those expectations. And so we set lower expectations for ourselves. Now in doing so, we may take a step in the right direction, but it's not going to be as big of a step as it could have been if we changed our expectations to something greater or something higher. So number four is setting low expectations can cause mediocrity. So obviously the opposite is to start to set high expectation and have a higher expectation for yourself as well. As I said before, or Craig Rochelle said before, we can't change what we're willing to tolerate. So we need to change our mindset from being okay with tolerating mediocrity for ourselves and shift it into only striving for greatness or striving for excellence. On the opposite side of that too, we can overcommit ourselves so we can feel like we're setting such a high expectation for ourselves that it's literally impossible to meet. You know, we're committing ourselves to so many things and I guess looking at how limited our time is and our effort and energy is in any given day, we only have the ability to achieve a certain amount of things. And so if we're overcommitting ourselves, we're literally setting ourselves up for failure. So we need to carefully evaluate where the right expectation is for us and what level of commitment we can actually commit to. There needs to be a balance. And this is something that I feel like comes with time. And like most things, the more you do something, the better you get at it, and the more you're able to pile on top of that. I mean, to think of a typical analogy, going to the gym, if you start out curling five kilos, the next time you go, you might be able to do six and then seven and then utilizing the law of progressive overload, you actually begin to lift more and your capacity increases. So similarly, when it comes to expectations, we need to start setting higher and higher expectations for ourselves as we can prove to ourselves that we can actually meet them. And I think another important topic to mention here is that when we are setting a higher expectation or committing to slightly more than we have before and we actually succeed at that thing, we should actually kind of reward ourselves and not go out and, you know, blow all your money or reward yourself with not having to do anything for a day or I don't, I don't know what it is. Like you come up with the right reward for the task that you've succeeded at or the expectation that you've exceeded. I think it's important to acknowledge that, hey, I actually met that expectation or I actually did that thing and I achieved the things that I committed to. So these are all causes of mediocrity. 
and we can use them as sources of motivation. I feel like this is something that I've really been thinking about lately, rephrasing and refocusing. So another thing that, just thinking about it now, I was watching a YouTube video and the guy that I was watching, I can't remember his name, I feel so bad, um, but the guy that I was watching, he said this little phrase that he's started to put on the end of sentences. And in doing so, he just refocuses his attention or shifts his attention from being negative to actually being positive. And that little phrase was, and I love that. So if you say something either in your mind or out loud as or out loud as well, that is negative. And in saying it, you can recognize that it's a negative thing. Literally say at the end of it, and I love that. Say, for instance, if you sitting on the couch and you said out loud, oh, I'm getting so fat. Literally just say on the end of that, and I love that. And it doesn't really make sense. But, but what it does is it shifts your mindset and makes you think, hmm, why do I love that? And you're searching then for a positive explanation for that thing. So if you say, hmm, I'm getting so fat and I love that, then further it on by saying, because now I get to use that as an opportunity or as a motivator to strive me towards going to the gym every day or something. I don't know, like maybe that was a stupid example, but I really, really liked what he had to say about using that phrase and I love that. So I would definitely encourage you to use that for the purpose of shifting your mindset from negative to positive. And this is, can be used when you're talking about other people too. So if you say, oh, that person just got a new car and you can be coming from a point of jealousy, literally by adding the phrase, and I love that, then shifts your mindset from jealousy to then gratitude and appreciation for them. So we've kind of looked at what mediocrity is. We've looked into what causes it. So how can we actually begin to overcome it? Well, obviously, I've already sort of explored some thoughts as to how we can together begin to overcome this mediocrity mindset. But in short, to answer this question, how do we begin to overcome it? Well, we take action. And this is something that I know I've stated before, and literally everybody on the internet's talking about the importance of taking action, or at least it seems to be anyway. And this is like, this is true, but at the same time, we need to know how we can take action. So if we are so caught up in thinking that we are just average, we're not good enough, we're not capable of excellence, the first thing we need to do is try and identify what we're good at. And if we can't do that, at least identify what we're into. What are our passions? You know, what do we like to do for a hobby? And literally just list these out. What this does is it shows you and it starts to get you excited about the things that get you excited. Now, a very, very important thing to say here is that passions are actually not found. They are acted upon and they're the result of taking action. So something might start out as being just a hobby. You know, let's say you really enjoy taking photos. You identify this, and so your action step is to go out every day and take one photo. In doing so, you can then begin to really cultivate this passion and identify and say, look, this is something that I really enjoy doing and I want to do more of. But this whole example is to show that an interest can become a passion and it may not be seen as a passion when you start doing that thing. So literally, I would encourage you to make a list of things that you are interested in and just start doing them. Just start practicing, you know, 
photography. You can make a list of whatever it is, you know, my list is gonna look completely different to your list and that's okay. Then sort of through process of elimination and experiencing and practicing each of these things, we can identify what our true passions are and then we can begin to cultivate those. Now a little system that I liked and I came across in a YouTube video and again, I couldn't remember the guy who did it, so I feel so bad. I'm trying not to, I'm definitely not taking the credit for this, this loop here, but it, they were talking about the action passion feedback loop. I think it's a phrase that either they, they termed or I termed, I can't really remember. Um, but it's pretty much this whole feedback loop where action leads to quantity, which leads to quality, which leads to motivation, which leads to passion. And it's just a continual loop and, I feel like that's so true. So if we take action and we repeatedly take action, we start to build quantity. And like most things, the more you do something, the better you get at it, you then get quality. Once you get quality, you can then think, hmm, this is actually really good. I enjoy this. People are getting value from this. It then gives you motivation to continue doing and pursuing and getting better at that thing. And before you know it, voila, you've got a passion. <laughs> now the opposite, on the opposite end, inaction leads to mediocrity. It leads to these, all these feelings that I've been talking about throughout this episode, which then leads to confusion and frustration. And it's just a negative loop. So I guess you get to choose what loop you want to incorporate into your life. And I know for me, I definitely want to go with option number one. Now, not only is action one of the solutions to overcoming mediocrity, but also finding or creating a community. You know, as human beings, we really thrive in communities of like-minded people, particularly who have our best interests in mind and continue to encourage and motivate each other towards greatness. Now, this might start out as just being your family, your friends, um, eventually mentors and peers, and just build a community and surround yourself with a great community and together you can motivate and encourage and inspire and empower each other so that we can all together strive towards excellence and greatness. Well, that just about wraps up all of my thoughts on this whole topic of mediocrity. Hopefully I was able to provide some value to you, even if it was just bringing your awareness to this whole topic. This might be something that resonates with you. It might be something that doesn't particularly resonate with you, but you can appreciate the importance of. So I would just encourage you to, to think about this topic a little bit more. This topic of mediocrity. Look at your life and think, is it a life of mediocrity? And don't, don't ask yourself this from a point of judgment, but from a neutral perspective to identify what your next step should be and how you can look at refocusing or rephrasing or reframing things in your mind so that you can internalize the excellence mindset. So episode number one in the Purpose Preventers, start to use mediocrity as a motivator that spurs you towards excellence instead of a burden that hinders you from taking your next step. Well, thank you so much for listening and I will see you again next week right here for Purpose Preventer number two. I wonder what it could be.